Welcome to Conversations with Marlon Bolton, the podcast. On Conversations, we exchange thoughts and ideas with people from different experiences and backgrounds, which help shape a better quality of life for our residents. These conversations bring fresh perspectives that foster our city's growth and resilience. Our conversation starts right now. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Marlon Bolton, your District 1 City Commissioner for the City of Tamarack. And today I have another very interesting gentleman in front of me, very educated and loved in our community. His name is Tommy Demopoulos. Demopoulos, yeah. <laughs> I got Thank that right, you. Yeah, right? Yeah, you did good. I think on this podcast, I butcher everybody's last name. So <laughs> you would not be the first. You're Tommy, good. welcome to my chair. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tommy, you serve as the division chief and also the fire marshal for the city of Tamarack. That's correct. Uh, tell me about your role here in the city of Tamarack. So my role is running a division of fire inspectors, fire plan reviewer, and an assistant fire marshal, along with a public education specialist. And we basically make sure that the business and residential community is safe and that our operational folks on the fire trucks don't have to run emergency calls. We try to prevent the calls from happening before they happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you've been in the fire service for about 15 years and with Tamrac for 10 years. Correct. Where were you before Tamrac? So I started my career as a volunteer firefighter with the city of Plantation. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How did you like that? Awesome. It was very nice to give back to the community. Um, I'm actually still there volunteering and helping out the community in, in whatever capacity I can. And it's it's good I get to be operationally over there and fight fire if needed. And then here I try to prevent the fire. So I have the best of both worlds. That's awesome. So before we go any further with your role in the city of Tamarack, I'd like to, I always like to ask guests something cool about themselves. Tell me something cool or tell me something fun about yourself. Fun. I'm not very fun or funny. Don't ask my wife. But um, I am an old man trapped in a, in a young person's body. Um, but if you say fun or exciting, I used to go skydiving. I don't know if that, that counts as fun. I've always wanted to go skydiving, but I'm a little bit scared of skydiving. How did you find that experience? It was very nerve-wracking. Uh, we did it for a friend's birthday. It was before kids, so I wasn't as nervous as I would be today going with, with two children. Uh, the most nerve-wracking or, or two of the most nerve-wracking parts are really signing your life away that says, I can't sue you if I die or get injured, all those papers that you're signing. And then wow. the first few seconds as, as you're falling until you kind of get stable is your stomach just feels interesting. <laughs> to say the least. But the rest is is amazing. I did it three times tandem and then two times by myself. And so you jumped out of an airplane or was this skydiving like in a building? No, no. Airplane, 30,000 feet up. I got a video uh, I'll show you one day. Wow. Yeah. And, and speaking of children, you have two children and you have been uh, married for the past three years. Yeah, my uh, oldest daughter, Jaden, is 11. My son, Kobe, is 9. And my amazing wife and I have been together for almost 15 years, but married for three, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. You did the right thing, Tommy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. As the fire marshal, you oversee the Community Risk Reduction Division, which is uh, charged with keeping our residents 
and businesses safe. What are some of the tasks associated with keeping our our community safe? So we used to have a name for our division, and it was the Fire Prevention Bureau. Um, Earlier this year, we renamed it to the Community Risk Reduction Division because we don't only prevent fires. It's not Fire Prevention Bureau anymore, and a lot of places are starting to go. We're we're doing more uh, slip and fall, drowning prevention, car seat installations, a lot of other things besides fire prevention. Um, So our division is tasked with public education for schools and, and any other community, Fire investigating, um, once a fire does occur, we investigate it so that way we can try to prevent fires from happening again, as well as we have some smoke alarm programs that we offer to the community free of charge, and um, the normal day-to-day things that we do where we go into every uh, existing property, commercial, and residential every day, and make sure that those buildings are are safe uh, for the residents and, and visitors. That's awesome. You you mentioned that you have a smoke alarm program. Can you further explain on that program? Yeah. So in 2019, we partnered with the American Red Cross, and we have been going into homes and providing smoke alarms and installing smoke alarms free of charge. We've done a number of them out in your district a few years ago. We're planning 2022, uh, hopefully February-ish. We'll do some more. And um, we've done roughly 750 smoke alarms and maybe 50 carbon monoxide alarms that we've installed. So again, free of charge through the American Red Cross. Nice. And explain what the residents should be looking for uh, when checking smoke alarms. So first, you want to make sure that you have enough uh, and that they're in the right place. So you should have a smoke alarm inside of every sleeping area. So in every bedroom, have one. In the area immediately outside of every sleeping area, because you should be sleeping with the door closed. Uh, And then on every occupiable floor, you need to have a smoke alarm. There's a, a test button on each smoke alarm. So every month, you should be pushing that button to make sure that it is beeping. Um, If they are battery operated with like a nine volt battery every six months, at minimum once a year, but usually every time you change the clock, you change the battery. Uh, We do urge the 10 year batteries because then it's 10 years and you don't have to worry about it. Uh And the other thing they should be cautious of is pull the alarm down and look on the back. There's a manufacturer date. They're good for their manufacturer recommends every 10 years replacing it. So whatever the date is on the back, add 10 years and replace it if we've passed that date. So smoke alarms should be in every bedroom and then outside of every bedroom. And what about kitchens, bathrooms? So bathrooms, no. So a lot of the steam from the shower could accidentally set them off and the moisture, so they don't recommend them in bathrooms. Uh, And in kitchens, if you're not a great cook like me, you'll burn it and you'll get constant nuisance alarms, and then you'll want to take the battery out anyways, and it'll be pointless. So Mm -hmm. they don't recommend it in kitchens. One would think, though, that smoke alarms should be at least close to the kitchen. Yeah. So a new technology that's coming out is a a nuisance-prone or a a multi-criteria type smoke detector or smoke alarm that can sense burnt food from real smoke. And it's really unique, and it's it's starting to come out, um, not out today, Mm -hmm. but uh, there are some new technologies and some new standards out to do that. Because, yeah, you're 100% right. A lot of fires happen on the stove, 
um, where you would think a smoke alarm would be close. That's 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 awesome. You have a wealth of information to share with the residents through this podcast, and they should know that you are the person that anyone should be talking to. You serve as the president of the Fire Inspectors Association of Broward County. Tell me about that organization. So uh, it's been in existence. We just celebrated the 35th year um, anniversary. And basically all of the fire prevention staff throughout Broward County can be a member. Actually, anybody could be a member, really. Uh, We have building officials, members. We have school board officials as members. We have contractors as members. And we provide training, guidance, um, quarterly meetings, holiday parties, uh, a lot of training and education for the community risk reduction professionals here in Broward County. That's awesome. And and you are the president. I am the president. That's so cool. I'm actually, so Rebecca Geimer, who's our assistant fire marshal, is our secretary. I've served for, I want to say, five years as president. I'm stepping down as of April. No. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm stepping down (laughs) as April. She's going to continue the rest of my term. Okay. um, And then hopefully she'll take over. I want to be a mentor to her and and let her prosper in in that role. That's amazing. And you are the fire marshal for the city of Tamarack. And whenever businesses hear about the fire marshal, they get a little, you know what we mean. Tell me about your role as the fire marshal and why is there a negative connotation when we hear fire marshal? All right. So, yes, I am the fire marshal, only one in in the city of Tamarack. Um, The fire marshal has a lot of regulatory authority and, and responsibility to make sure that building fire and life safety codes are being complied with, both in new construction or new projects and existing buildings. A lot of times existing buildings think because I've been here for years and the building is how it is, I don't have to comply with some of these new regulations. Um, in the world of, of fire prevention and community risk reduction, there is no grandfathered in. Um, there's sections, we have a very big code book, and there's a section on existing buildings and you have to comply with all these things. And it's not always popular when we go out and we say, hey, we're going to charge you for this inspection and then we're going to make you spend money on these emergency lights. And I get it. It is, it, We're already starting the inspection on the wrong foot because I'm charging you to be there and then I'm making you fix all these things. So we're hoping that with our charming personalities, our great customer service, our good educational skills, and when you look at really the fire history in, in Tamarack, We really don't have a huge amount of commercial fires, even residential. But uh, when you look at other cities around us, they're having a lot more commercial fires. And I really do credit that to the amazing uh, inspectors and plans examiner that we have who who spend every day doing the right thing and making sure that, that the community is safe. That's amazing. And you are the second vice president of the Florida Fire Marshals and Inspectors Association. Are you stepping down from that role too? No, I actually just got promoted there. If you want to call it a promotion, that's why I'm stepping down Broward County. So I started in Broward County, got involved more at a statewide level. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was the Southeast Regional Director right when COVID hit for the past two years. And now I took a new role as the second vice president. And it's very, it's going to be time consuming. And I want to dedicate and devote more time through the state of Florida. So I'm going to back down a little bit uh, countywide. But, okay. uh, but that's very, very, I'm passionate and, and want to be more involved statewide. Right. 
And so second vice president becomes president uh, after a year? We actually have first vice president. So I have a two-year term. Okay. I could potentially become first vice president, another two-year term, and then president after that. Well, I hope when you're president, you're still with us in the city of Shamrock. Yes, sir. (laughs) Right. You also uh, serve on the bond oversight committee for the Broward County Public Schools. Tell me about that role. So that's an interesting role. We actually had a meeting last night, uh, some of the night. So um, I've done nothing but school board for the past few weeks. But um, that is a position appointed by resolution through the Fire Chiefs Association of Broward County. Um, Chief Sales, our last chief, was involved with that association. And he asked me if I would be willing to take that position. Uh, And I I am. uh, I'm very involved with the school board and some of their leadership over there to ensure that our students are safe and, and staff are safe within schools. So it's really to look over the bond dollars and future projects. And uh, at times it can be very overwhelming because I've served at that capacity since January and I'm still trying to get my feet wet on what to do and what authority we have or don't have. So it's, it's interesting. Tommy, with the holidays around the corner, what safety tips do you recommend for our residents uh, to follow? So if you don't follow our Facebook post, uh, Facebook page, Tamarack Fire Rescue, please do. Um, Van Schoen, who's in charge of that social media uh, uh, through the fire department, does an amazing job posting, you know, not only promotional and, um, and retirement type, type posts, but fire safety type posts. And some of the things we've been posting uh, before were Thanksgiving about, you know, safeties with frying uh, turkeys. Now it's with with Christmas trees, you know, making sure that they're watered properly because they can catch on fire very easily. They do produce a lot of heat and smoke, which can spread a fire rapidly throughout a home. So we want to make sure those Christmas trees are watered. Any candles that we might be using, we definitely recommend flameless candles. But if you're going to use any sort of candle, make sure that, you know, non-combustible items are kept at least three feet away. Um, you know, a lot of times that cat or that animal will knock over a candle causing a fire. So just making sure that it's out of reach from animals and and children. I know a lot of residents are listening and they really, really want this podcast to be of benefit to them. So in your opinion, what provides the ultimate fire protection for our residents? So besides our world-class second-to-none fire rescue members, because they do an amazing job, um, but in my opinion, nothing provides a better fire protection to a resident than a fire sprinkler. Uh, a fire sprinkler is basically a mini firefighter sitting above your head at all times with a charged fire hose waiting for a fire to, to happen, and they open that nozzle. Uh, it's mm. something that is not a requirement today in, in building and fire codes. Unfortunately, 3,000 people die every year in their homes. This technology is here, it's at our fingertips, and we cannot get it regulated. In Tamarack, we've taken amazing steps. Uh, In May, I believe you were here, we did a side-by-side burn out in the parking lot. You were firsthand witness to the difference of what a a burn in an unsprinklered and a sprinklered building or room looks like. And um, we do have some projects within the city of Tamarack that do offer this as a as an upgrade or as an option. And we do have some projects coming in the future that have offered to put this in. So in my opinion, the residential fire sprinkler is top priority and a 
ultimate fire protection feature. I like that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> okay. How can someone contact your division if they want to have their smoke alarms checked or replaced? We talked about that earlier, but how do we yeah. contact you? So our our headquarters number, 954-597-3800, 954-597-3800 is our headquarters number. Simply call, give us your address. We'll send an inspector out. We will check it at no charge. Um, if we have some smoke alarms from the Red Cross, uh, we'll ask that a form be filled out and then we can install them. Um, but that's really it. And then, or come to our tamarack.org webpage and, and our contact information is on there as well. Okay. Now we know that fire marshals aren't so bad after all. Not at all. They are old men in young bodies <laughs> that are charming and have great personalities and do wonderful podcasts. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> Thank you so very much for being here with us this evening. And I'm absolutely thankful that you uh, spent time with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Again, my name is Marlon Bolton, the District 1 City Commissioner for the City of Tamarack with another episode of Conversations. I'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Conversations with Marlon Bolton. Brought to you by the City of Tamarack, Office of Commissioner Marlon Bolton.